Hi, welcome to Salt and Burn This. I'm Sammy. And I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Each week, we're going to break down an episode in order with lots of details, so nothing's left out. (laughs) And we throw in some personal nuggets and stories and research to mix it up just a little bit. Because not only are we fans of the show, but like Sam and Dean, we've also had our fill of road trips. Yeah, but for theater, not for hunting ghosts and demons. And not in a super sexy muscle car. Anyway, shall we? We shall. So, uh, I went back down to Bolivia, North Carolina, and picked up Mm -hmm. my dog. And before we... Before my trip home, I was like, let's take her on a nice long walk, get her all tired and stuff. So my out by my parents' house, there's this new, newly opened nature trail, which mm-hmm. is basically just a, a walk in the woods by this, you know, stream. Yeah. And it's maybe three quarters of a mile. Um, so it's nice. And, you know, you're not supposed to let your dogs off, but, you know, it doesn't say don't do it. So I had Julieta off leash. My dad had his dog off leash and they were just having a great time, mm-hmm. you know, and Juliet is a little bit more adventurous than the poodle, which is fine. But every once in a while, she would jump down into the streams and, you know, pity pat her paws in the water and stuff. And uh, a little bit further down the trail, she decided to go in again and did the little pity pat. But when she went in, she stepped into like a hole and didn't didn't see the hole in the water yeah. in the stream and just went whoosh. <laughs> she was like gone. In. Yeah. And when she came back up, now she's further downstream than from when she went in. And now the 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 side of the stream is higher. And she does the little, I can't get out, get out. She's like trying to claw her way up the side. And you can see the little panic on her face, like everything has gone wrong in her life. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so I go down to get her. Now the big dog comes over. He's like, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> did, did you want to pet me? And he's like standing between me and getting my dog out of the drink. Yes. You know? yes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> big dopey dog. I mean, he's yeah. such a sweetheart. He's a cute dog. But I was like, get out of the way. <laughs> so I could, you know, bend down and grab her by her harness and like yank her out. you know and once she was out she's like yay that was great it was cool and refreshing and off she goes you know does a little you know shaky shake yeah and off she goes but i was like great now i've got to put this wet you know brackish dog in my car and then further down the path um still doing sniffy sniffs i don't know what she found but she decided to roll in it and i was like great wet stank dog that just rolled in something you know, dead by the side of this stream. I'm like, this is going to be a great car ride home. Uh, And it was. (laughs) It was was fantastic. So all those out there who have dogs, (laughs) yay us. Yay us for those good decisions in life to get a dog. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I just felt so bad for her, though. I wish, I mean, that look on her face when she fell in was like, you know, the wide eyes and the, you know, scratchy, scratchy paws. (laughs) That happened once to Marvel, sort of, um, (laughs) in a yard with a pool, and she kept 
we kept playing fetch, you know, and when she gets plays fetch, she's just like, forever. this is all I want to do forever and yes. ever and ever in life. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was just kind of like walking around the pool because there were some like chores I had to take care of. And she was bringing me the, the ball and throw it, bring me the ball, throw it. And then there was one time that she brought me the ball. We were right on the edge of the pool. And like, oh, no. she jumped. Did she do the backup, backup? Yeah. <laughs> she backed up, backed up right into the pool. Oh, no. And it was like she had literally just gotten groomed that day. <laughs> oh, Jesus now, and for our listeners, she's a foofy dog. Oh, a yeah. grooming means something. You know, it wasn't just yeah. like, oh, she had a bath. It was. No, it's like a blowout. <laughs> it's. <you know. laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <sighs> but it was very funny because she Less also kind the of trauma had that same... of the dog. Yeah, she's like, oh, what just happened to me? <laughs> oh, doggies, doggies, doggies. Which brings me to a point about this episode. <laughs> I wonder when that was coming. <laughs> I'm just gonna say no. I'm just gonna say no, and then when we get to it, you know that I said no. Okay. I'm just going to say it's just a TV show. The dog is fine. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No harm has been done to these animals. (laughs) Season 4, Episode 11, Family Remains. Sam and Dean investigate the appearance of a young female ghost in an abandoned house, but things become more complicated when a family moves in. Written by Jeremy Carver and directed by Phil Screecher. Yes, the team is Classic back. duo. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I won't say much about the title, about Family Remains, other than I was like, oh, Family Remains. No, that's not. <laughs> that is Valerie. You and your little bubble, <laughs> that would be no. <laughs> um, I loved this episode. I'll put that out there. I love this episode because it was like 100% true X-Files. Uh, it was so X-Files uh, in, a, in a good way. Yeah, I was going to say, to you, did you feel like this episode was very, as in physically dark? Like more dark than usual. It's been, <laughs> yes. It's like they kind of went back. They kind of went back to yeah. earlier um, production values as far as. I would say yes. even farther because I watched it on two different TVs. The first TV, mm-hmm. I know the the lighting setting just happens to be very dark in general, but, but I was like, I cannot see barely anything oh. in this. Is it just the TV? And then I went to a different TV that I know has better um settings mm-hmm. and it still was just like it's really hard to see really hard <laughs> to see the i dark yeah stuff, i think which was maybe yeah the i think intention. They, they i think they i'm gonna say without knowing for sure i'm going to say i think they absolutely did that on purpose mm-hmm. to skew our perception of what was happening yeah of what was happening yeah. in this episode because we yeah. had to believe in what sam and D- dean believed in yeah um, and I have some questions about that as we get to it. But <clears throat> this was indeed, by the way, almost an X-Files episode. It's very mirrored an X-Files episode called Home. And um, I think Kim Manners directed it. 
and it was one of those episodes that was it was so disturbing that like they only showed it once wow uh, like they only aired it once they didn't run it again in, in reruns because they got so many complaints about it wow uh, because it was like truly disturbing and what i love about this is that eric kripke took that idea um of those happenstance and said you know what we need to do? We need to make an episode that is so disturbing that the networks only play it once and that's it because they get so many write-ins about never play this again. <laughs> that was their intention of this episode based on Kim Manners' experience with that X-Files. Wow. And not only that, they took it a step further. They hired one of the actresses from that X-Files episode to play a character yeah. in this episode. Oh, really? The mom, I'm guessing? The, uh, no the housekeeper so it was a small bit oh, she's the okay. housekeeper that sam and dean interview she was one of the key characters in this episode wow in this episode i was like supernatural <laughs> wow this web this this episode is kind of a web then and i'll get more into that when uh, mm -hmm. th there's a good time to bring it up but since we're on the topic of guest stars i just want to mention a couple more mm-hmm mm -hmm. um Bradley Stryker, who plays Uncle Ted, um, he, he does like a million things. Like he gets more work than I've ever seen before, I think. <laughs> right? Are you like, who's that guy? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, notably, he's also in the Buffy verse. He's in an episode of Angel. And he's also a future supernatural repeat. Um, oh. He plays uh, in an episode in like the last season, I think. Okay. So definitely a lot of time he, passed in between yeah. this one and that one. Yeah. Um, he's not he's not Uncle Ted in that future episode. No, no, he's a different character. <laughs> Be hard to do. Well, you never know. With supernatural, you truly truly You really never, never know. know. <laughs> yeah. Um Dylan Minnette, who plays Danny, the son. Um only mentioning him just because now he's like super big time. He plays the lead in that show, 13 Reasons Why. I don't watch the show, but I do know that it was like, it, it, people were it talking about good, it for a while. Yeah, yeah. It was popular. Yeah, so that's just pretty yeah. cool. And, and he did a great job in this episode too. He did, yeah. Young, he's a good yeah. actor. He's a good kid actor. And then Jerry Rousseau, who plays Bill Gibson, just like a tiny, tiny little blip. Uh, in the yep. beginning of this episode, but he's also a supernatural repeat. His previous episode was Billy uh, Hollywood Babylon, season two, episode eighteen, and he played Billy Beard. Yes, yeah, that was a, that was a standout. But you're missing, I think, the the biggest name, the biggest guest star name. I didn't recognize anybody else. I looked through the whole cast, and I was just like, I don't really know any okay. of these other people. Then this is an age thing. Then, and I'll okay. and I'll play that card. Helen Slater, who plays the mom. Uh-huh. I recognized she, her, but I was just kind of, but I didn't see from, nothing was popping out in her, uh, her filmography that I was like, oh, I don't. Um, she was Supergirl. She was the original oh. Supergirl. Um, she was very big in the, uh, like, 80s and 90s in all those 80s, 90s style films. She was very popular. And there's a lot of people who thought that she and Christian Slater were brother and sister um huh. weird i don't uh, they're I not, not say that but yeah. they're not because they, they just have the same last name uh, um okay. but they also starred in a movie together where they were brother and sister where everyone's like oh my gosh they're brother and sister and they play brother and sister in the movies like no they just have the same <laughs> last name so 
in the 80s and 90s, Helen Slater was a name. She was a very um, uh, popular actress back then. Got it. Got but it. her biggest call to fame was um, Supergirl. Right. I did see that on her filmography list, but I've never seen an episode. I've never even really heard about that show, talked mm-hmm. except for the current one. And I do think she's in the current one. And probably as like a mother. Yeah. I, yeah, she, probably. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she was back in the day when Christopher Reeve was still Superman oh, and before okay. his accident, before he was paralyzed by a horseback riding accident. Right. So that's how old these movies are is that as soon as the Superman series was done, she called Christopher Reeve and said, are you okay with me being Supergirl? And, you know, do you think I'm, am I, am I, gonna, am I doing this right? Is this the a character we should do? And he said, yes. So uh, yeah, as a, cool. as a young, young, yeah, as yeah. a young, young actress. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. So um, it's okay that not everybody knows who she is, but <laughs> she, she was a, a as far as I'm concerned, she was the standout star name of this episode, even though in the supernatural terms, not so much. Right. All right. So starting with this episode, we have our recap Uh, with, you know, keeping in mind that this was after a couple of months break. So I think that's why the recap was the way it was, you know, because it was Cass's entrance, you know, his big dramatic, you know, Lilith and Alistair reminding Dean about his fun time in hell and then Dean finally revealing it to Sam, you know, mm-hmm. in depth. Um, so that, in was this it. Recap, that was it. It was a pretty I, short, succinct yeah. recap. I, I thought it was interesting and I don't, we don't normally dive into the recap, but the one thing I will say about this particular recap is both Lilith and Alistair said things that we've heard before over and over and over again that now have 100% different meaning to me. Mm, yeah. And it's the, um, Lilith says, oh, wait, hold on. She's like, don't you remember how much fun you had in hell? Yeah. We learn about this at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Alistair says, you know, we, uh, what is it? Um, don't you remember how close we were in hell? Yeah. Whole different meaning at the end of this episode whole different meeting and i'm like oh my gosh why didn't i see this before right yeah um i thought it was all ironic right the way they were speaking also because it has a different meaning even before you see this episode based on you know dean's revelation to sam or like the reveal of what actually happened to him in hell and then even further for this reveal at the end of this one yes which is what kind of yeah. I don't even know if yeah. they meant it to happen that way, but it oh, happened well, that way. Happy accident. You ready? So, the yes. now. Uh, we have just like an old dude drinking yeah. a beer, watching TV. Just a quick note there's like a pass across like a credenza or something of family photos. They all seem very bright and happy. Um, he See, does not be- seem bright and happy at bright all. And happy. <laughs> No one in those pictures was smiling, though. They may have been bright photos. Not a single person was smiling in those pictures. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that the, I guess, the brightness kind of blade, the, the, yeah. the happiness part of it. But I did notice that there wasn't any yeah. smiling. I thought it was funny that the, 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 the camera pushed to the house to show us the location is like big house in a field. And then you come into the house and in the house is a picture of the big house in a field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's okay, really then... kind of standard country house fare. Uh, I think my grandmother yeah. had a painting of her house, house in her home. In the house. Oh um, funny, she also lived in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> There's so our this, connection. This is very on on point for me because well, let's get through the now and then we okay. can do our map. Quest. Cornfield house, yes. Pictures. Rather... Um, He's drinking a beer, the lights flicker and turn off and he cannot turn them on. He tries to leave probably to go like turn on the circuit breaker or something and he can't. The door the, that he's trying to open stuck. is locked yeah. from the outside. Yep. A different but door the, starts yes. to creak open <laughs> very slowly. <laughs> um, Methodically slow. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. And, and the, around the corner is this like disheveled pale almost black and white looking yeah girl walks around the corner and into the room and she's she's almost a uh, ring like you know like the girl from the ring not quite a little as, bit not quite as scary but of course the guy is like you how how can this be what do you, you know you then it turns into stay away from me and she gives the camera this like little smile just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and just then proceeds to walk closer and closer to this man. Not, not at all stopping when he's screaming, you know, stop, yeah. stay away, stay away. And um, she reaches out for him. And then we see a splatter of blood <laughs> over this wonderful cross stitch home sweet home yeah. <laughs> framed <laughs> piece of work. And then his bloody hand smears the, uh, the blood on the walls yeah. and title splash. I'm like, ooh, we're starting to get back into the splatters. Blood splatters. <laughs> yes. Getting back into the splatters. Yeah. So as previously mentioned, our map quest here is Stratton, Nebraska. Yes, which, which does is exist. In, it does exist. And in fact, it's it, they called it a literal village uh, because the population in 2020 was 310 Oh my god! And uh, I have like a picture of the map here, but it's basically, you know, it, if you're looking at the state of Nebraska, it's like very, very at the southern edge of the state line, um, just before it goes into a panhandle. Okay. You know, so it's kind of it's almost in that corner uh, yep. at the bottom. You know, bef- like as it goes up into the panhandle, but 310 people. Wow. Um, like, so not a town? A village. A village. A village. I and I don't existed. know. I should, look, I should look that up. I should look up the distinction between, you know, village, town, city, you know. Right. Township. Et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, like, what is the, what, the, what does all this mean? people. That is wild. I thought that I grew up in a small town. Not even close. No. Three, 300 <laughs> is small. But no, th- this house absolutely evoked nebraska to me especially when they go inside a little bit later i'm like oh my god this just reminds me so much of my grandmother's farmhouse (laughs) i'm like oh wait yeah except for the you know the except for the murder the the murders and things all right so then we cut to after the splash the impala in a like secluded i don't know driveway of sorts like off the side of the road driveway Yeah. yeah 
uh, getting a good night's sleep, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Why not a motel? They're so good at the motels. But tonight, I guess Maybe they just no vacancies well, today. He does say Sam does say later that they like just closed a case two hours ago. So maybe they were just like so exhausted. too tired to drive. Yeah. They just pulled off and slept. Except Dean is not sleeping. No. Sam was sleeping this time. Dean is doing the research. He's a little jacked up, like he's like, oh, it's adrenaline. That's why I'm, you know, up and still still researching instead of sleeping. And uh, it turns out they've been hunting for like a solid month mm-hmm. since the last time we, we tuned in. And it's yeah. been nonstop. And Sam finally says, you know, dude, we've been going nonstop because you don't want to face what you revealed to me a month ago yep you know so maybe it's time to you know pump the brakes and let's let's talk but oh right we're not talking about this are we yeah (laughs) and you know what we're not talking about it because dean goes right back to yes i have a case (laughs) you know how about this guy who was hacked to death inside a locked room inside a locked house sam knowing that he's like up against a brick wall when it comes to dean and talking he's like yeah all right, All sounds right, like fine. a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yep, I think it's a ghost. Let's go. <laughs> so off they go because <laughs> Sam loses that one. Yeah. Didn't very fight very quickly. hard, but that's okay. No. So they in the next morning, they pull up to a farmhouse that has a for sale sign in the front. Little do they know the sold part of the for sale sign has like fallen off and into the, the bramble of weeds below. They go inside, they search the house very classic farmhouse kitchen this was actually inside of a house this was not on this stage. wasn't a set no this was part of the location um it was the mm. kitchen and then a different room that they mentioned uh, they didn't classify what room but the kitchen and another room were part of the location part of that um nice. everything in the few like all the like spooky stuff happens on stage sound stage yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's that, that's hard to squeeze a camera into the crawl yeah, space exactly. of an actual house without tearing the exactly. house apart yeah it is really hard to light inside actual pre-standing mm-hmm. prefabricated yeah. houses and locations which is why they do a lot of stuff on soundstage because yeah if you were paying attention as the boys are searching the house there is a camera view from like behind the walls or behind doors. Like you can see just little, you know, cracks of light um, looking at the boys from somewhere else. So it's like, oh, something's watching, watching them. Yep. And it, it's funny because when I was watching that, I was like, oh, they're watching through the vents. And I went, oh, that reminds me. I have to like clean my vents. <laughs> It was just a random thought, but it popped up into my head while I was watching. I was like, look at how clean that view is. I need to clean my vent. I cleaned my fan blades the other day. Were they like, gross? They were. I can't believe that this stuff wasn't like flinging off the fan onto yeah. me. Oh, it was like. Was. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it probably was. But I mean, it was, it was really, I mean, the fan blades are white, but they were not white when I. I mean, yeah. I mean, worse when I lived in LA because, you know, come to LA, see the air. Oh my gosh, my fan uh, blades. Yeah. But yeah, so I did that. But now I need to, I think I need to do my, my yeah, vents. Yeah, then it's now- like leading into other things. It's like, oh, what other kind of gross, grimy things do I need to oh, yeah. <laughs> finally but pay attention of, to? <laughs> right. But a part of me is like, do I really want to go back there? <laughs> like, who's in there? And uh, I, I went to that place in my head that went, I wonder if the family that's moving in that bought the place knew about the murder and probably not i'll say because yeah. why would you move your family into a murder house yeah. um 
and a part of me is like, don't they have to? Doesn't the like realtor have to disclose this? No. Everyone really? thinks that, but they don't. Not in all states. Like California, yes. If if the death happened within three years of the house being sold, yes, they have to disclose it. Wow. In most other states, you don't have to unless the buyer specifically says, so was anybody killed or did anybody uh, die? It's kind of like if house? you're a cop, like if you ask, are you a cop? You got to tell me if you're a cop. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't have exactly. to say so otherwise. Wow. Ooh, that's good to know for when I go house shopping sometime in my, you I know, put that old age. Of things. <laughs> yep. I know. It's like, it's never going to affect me. I'm not buying the house anytime <laughs> soon. You know, until I get, you know, until I get somebody who wants to buy me a house. Right. And then I'll ask the question. Um. Okay. So inside of this house in the kitchen, they do notice that there is a piece of wall that looks like very obviously plastered over in a very yeah, really kind of shoddy patchwork patch job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Sam's like, oh, it must be a dumbwaiter. Like there are, <laughs> you know, it's, it's about yeah, all that these time old houses that, had a dumbwaiter. Yeah. Which, which is like, I lived in a house that had a dumbwaiter. Really? Yes. Did you watch, did. um, unrelated, um, the watcher? Did you watch that series? I think it was on Netflix or prime called the watcher. I don't think so. Okay. Another thing for you to go back and watch, um, because it does, this house has a dumbwaiter in it and it plays a pivotal role in the movie. Mm. Um, so if you ever do come across a house that has a dumbwaiter or a dumbwaiter that has been patched over, tear the fucker out. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'm going to say. Okay. So if just so you know, scary. prove it alone, then yeah. <laughs> right um just so you know the wind kicked up here and it's just really funny that now that we're talking getting into the spooky it's like my my lights that are my string lights that are, are out there are like they're not flickering <laughs> but they are blowing they are blowing so if they flicker you're gonna you're probably gonna see me go um i'm gonna go <laughs> okay no here's the thing right when you said that i'm sure it didn't happen on your end but my view it got dim. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding you. I am not fucking kidding you. Will you tell me if you see something behind me that I don't see? Okay. Yes. Okay. Cause. Oh, that was you... so weird. I mean, it was probably just like you like going like this, you know, and adjusting the autofocus or something, but it was. Sure it was. I wasn't anywhere near my camera. Awful timing. So... <laughs> All right, but just so you know, that's the closet door. That's the front door. Just let me know if you see anything, you know, move. Okay. <laughs> we should, we should move on. Maybe we should get through this. Maybe okay. Faster. Sorry. 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 <laughs> no, it's okay. Powering through. Um, All right. So dumbwaiter. Dumbwaiter. Right, so they go into another room. Mm -hmm. uh, and this time the EMF starts going off and Sam's like, Ooh, EMF. And Dean like looks out the window. He's like, Nope power lines because they are like literally by like a substation or something so um so emf is not reliable because there's a power station right next to the house yes so however a different clue or a better clue may be the creepy as fuck doll head that's just sitting on the floor of an otherwise empty closet in this yeah. room because <laughs> it's not just a doll head it's like a doll head that is like plucked bald but still has some little sprouts of hair yeah it looks like it. the doll head that's 
in, in Toy Story, the one that like Sid like tortures and turns that, into yeah, like that, a spider machine. Thumb, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's it's exactly that doll head, <laughs> minus the winky eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the room's freshly painted. You know, blood splatters all gone. Yet there's a doll head left in there, and I love that. Like, so do you think this was put here? And they're like, no, we think the guy left the doll head behind. <laughs> that seems like Bill. And while they're looking at the doll head, they hear like an engine outside and they look out the window and they see, lo and behold, uh, an SUV and a moving truck pull into the driveway. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, so much for it not being, uh, not, not sold, I right. guess. Right. Whoopsies. A dog, <laughs> a family, you know, two kids, the teenage girl is not happy about there not being any signal at the house. Yes. You know, the, the young boy is like, you know, all into the dog. I hear Buster play with the ball, you know, and. The snarky brother-in-law is like, (laughs) here we go. And the wife is all uncertain about, you know, was this the right idea? They definitely seem like they're, they're city folks moving to the country. Yes, Um, They're excited, but skeptical. Yeah. And it did kind of give me just a touch a vibe of Beetlejuice. Um, when, you know, that family like rolls up into the, their into ghost the house, you know, yeah. and it's like, the the like <laughs> yes, yes. And the parents are completely, you know, clueless about how this move is affecting their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sam and Dean who are in the house, <laughs> you know, <laughs> now have to make some sort of like, you know, they have to get, come out of the house. So they come out as, what are they, federal county code enforcement yeah. guys and tells this family that they have to go because there's asbestos and a gas leak. No, So not just asbestos, not just a gas leak, but there's asbestos and a gas leak. You yeah. need to go. And if you don't go, you're going to get fined or you're going to get thrown in jail. So bye. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say, as someone who works kind of in a code-related industry, um, mm. I don't think that there's any way that there, there's no such thing as like, you'll go to prison if you stay in a, in a house that's not a house that is code. unhealthy for you. Yeah. That's kind of like up to you. <laughs> right. Maybe yeah. they would get fined probably because sure. that's what, you know, code enforcers are there for is to make the city money based on sure. the code violations. Absolutely. Um, I've, I've got to mention that their code enforcement names are uh, oh, Mr. Right. Stanwick and Mr. Babar, which Stanwick, Dean's used before. Because Stanwick mm-hmm. is a name from Fletch, from the movie yes. Fletch. And Babar is actually an alias within the movie Fletch. Oh. It's a, it's an alias that Fletch uses. He calls himself Dr. Babar, and, and somebody calls him out on it. He's like, you mean like the elephant? Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like, is this <laughs> yeah. a reference to the elephant? Yes, yes, exactly. So he's called out on his, you know, on his alias. So it's funny that he, that Dean goes back to Stanwyck, but then yeah. adds in the Mr. Babar. <laughs> um, so, you know, little Fletch mm. call outs there. That's funny. This family did not catch up that. They didn't. I think they were still just like, what? Uh, Why are these are two guys me? coming out of our house? Yeah. yeah. And forcing us to go to yet go- another motel with hooker sheets. Oh, see, that was one of the lines from the teenage daughter that I was like, boom, she gets yeah. it. She's like, I hope this hotel has hooker sheets. And I think Dean like <laughs> raised an eyebrow at that, which, uh, which is funny. He didn't comment on it, but I was like, ooh, she's speaking Dean's language. Yes, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then off they go to interview their uh, old, the old housekeeper. Housekeeper, because she was the one, it turns out, who found the body. I love that she she's describing the scene. She's like, "Boy, there was blood everywhere," and they're like, "Well, where was where was Mr. Gibbons Gibson?" She's like, 
everywhere. <laughs> so he wasn't just stabbed to death. This was a brutal scene. He was yeah. like everywhere. Yeah. Great delivery. And again, this is the actress who played the mom in Home and the X-Files, mm -hmm. which is terrible. I loved it, but it's terrible. <laughs> so she has, she not only has information about the murder scene, she has some a little bit of information about the family history mm -hmm. and the house. Um, and it turns out that uh, Mr. Gibson's wife died in childbirth. Uh, and then 20 years later, the daughter, the, the child that was born, uh, killed herself in the attic. And then, oddly enough, this housekeeper has photos of the family. Yeah. And I was like, why does the housekeeper, who says that all this happened before she even showed up, you know, this was 20-odd years ago, at least. Mm -hmm. Like, How does the housekeeper have, like, why does she have these pictures? I just I was like, why? That's weird. <laughs> Weird that she has these. So they can be used later in the episode. That's why. <laughs> okay. Yes, I know. But I was like, that's weird. But uh, the other thing, you know, Dean and Sam dig a little bit deeper with her, and they're like, "So, did anything weird ever happen while you were in the house? And uh, you know, like, did the lights flicker? Did you know things get moved around after you had, you know, after you put something away with something not where you put it?" And none of that happened, which is all like typical supernatural ghosty type of activities in a house. And she says, no, none of that happened. But I did hear like rustlings in the walls, which potentially could have been rats. Yeah. You know, and, you know, yeah. Dean's like, ooh, must have been a big rat. She's like, I don't know. Never saw any rats. You know, yeah. dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So. Which, you know, isn't really unusual. It's not like rats make themselves known if you have vermin. No, you know? <laughs> no, it, exactly. But just, you know, just an interesting, she's like, I can't say if there were rats or not. I just yeah. never saw them. Never so saw I don't rats. know what was scratching in the walls. Could have been anything. Um, mm -hmm. So oh. back at the house, the family is back. They didn't ever, or maybe they just did a quick turnaround, like had a discussion with themselves in the car. Uncle like, Ted these guys is are like, full of shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uncle Ted comes out of the house and he's like, these guys are full of shit. There's no asbestos. There's no gas leak. You know, I should yeah. know. I've been in construction for a long time. You know, there's nothing. So yeah. who were they? Eh, who cares? We're just going to. Let's just unpack. Back. Kate, the daughter, uh, sees a creepy girl in the window. Um, I feel like this is very Beetlejuice. I think that there is a scene in Beetlejuice where Winona Ryder looks up and sees, yep. yeah, the couple. He's the couple in the window looking down at her. Yeah. Yeah. Except whereas the Winona Ryder um, character isn't scared, she's like, huh, the daughter in this episode screams, not screams, but is like, huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Could have sworn I saw somebody up in the window, you know, mm -hmm. creepy. Now, <laughs> granted, the ghost of Gina Davis and uh, what's his butt? Not scary looking, looking out the windows. This girl looking out a window, kind of scary. Looking. Very scary. Yeah. Um, um, Alec Baldwin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what's his butt? That's, what's his butt is <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Alec. Yeah, the mom, yeah. she kind of mistakes that for like her either acting out or feeling uncomfortable about this move, you know, so then she... Right. She's like, oh, don't worry, honey. It's all going to be fine. We're going to be happy just, here. Yeah. It's a new start. Yeah. So upstairs or later, the son is instead of unpacking, he's playing video <laughs> games, which, you know, who can blame him? Yeah. Um, and while he's playing, like his closet door does the old three opens by itself and out rolls like a ball. Yeah. 
And instead of being freaked out by this, the kid like picks up the ball and he starts walking towards the closet like, hello, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anybody there? And I, I mean, he must see somebody because he says, you know, you know, it's okay. Don't be oh, afraid. He's, he's talking to something. Yeah. We don't see because we don't see it. It's too dark. <laughs> yeah. But he's clearly not afraid of what he sees. Yeah. Downstairs, mom is talking about gardening. Yes, um, trying to be normal. Mm -hmm. Trying to be normal. Dad is smelling terrible things in the cabinet, which isn't that just such the joy of like moving into a new house is then finding <laughs> all of these like new mysterious wrong, wrong <laughs> things that weren't right. a part of the inspection or the initial viewing. Right. I'm like, how do they, those. I'm I'm thinking they just bought the house sight unseen. Uh, That's my guess. No, I feel like my family has been through this so many times. Granted, we never like smelled anything like, you know, like rotting death. carcasses in the, yes. <laughs> in the kitchen cupboard. Like a dead raccoon in the kitchen. Yeah. But without fail, with as many houses as we have, well, we, my parents have bought, Whenever we move in, then it's like all of a sudden something falls apart or there's like all these little things that start to add up without fail. Gotcha. That happens. Gotcha. Okay. So I was just thinking of the the idea of the smell. Like that would have been something they noticed. Yeah. Uh in a walkthrough. But maybe maybe not. Maybe they didn't open the cabinets. Maybe they just looked around and went, This looks great. This will be perfect right. for us. Right. You'll clean up the blood splatter and we'll move right in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then they, that kind of like veers it well it kind of veers into like kind of a vague conversation between the two parents of like what are we doing you know what are we trying to fix but this is going to be better it's a new place you'll see again very vague but something bad Obviously. definitely happened last year they don't needed know to make a is. change mm -hmm. even if it meant uprooting the kids and yeah. moving them out to the country to yeah. this house so Sam and Dean uh, show up and they see that the family is there and they're like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they thought their plan worked um, and they thought they scared them off, but no. So now they have to deal with how do we, how do we do this? Yeah. And the question is, do we tell them the truth? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not going to go that route this time. Not going to go that route. <laughs> um, so in the meantime, the parents have discovered uh, that the word go has been like scratched like in crayon in one of the walls. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming it's in the family room or something, you know, big, big word in red crayon go. Mm -hmm. And they automatically think it's one of the kids. So yeah. they call Danny down and try to convince him that he won't be punished as long as he uh, cops to having drawn on the walls with crayon, mm -hmm. which I think for the age of this child, who would not have done that? Yeah, FYI. I agree. I agree. Um, but the dad is convinced that he did it. And the, the mom is like, you know, let's go easy on him. The teacher said he'd probably act out. So, you know, whatever, you know, denial, denial from the softy mom. Mm -hmm. um, but dad's kind of being a douchebag and is pushing the kid. And the kid's like, I didn't do this, you know, and it was the girl on the walls, you know, and then it's like, oh, so now we have a name for this thing. Yeah. The girl in the walls. Right, yeah. The girl in the walls that likes me and doesn't like you. Like, doesn't like grownups. Yep. Said, I can stay, but you guys have to go. And if yeah. you stay, she's going to get really, really mad. 
uh-huh. which of course now the parents think that he's just lying and they get mad and send him back to his room you know don't listen to the kid don't take the time mm-hmm. to listen to the kid nope mm-hmm. nope um and yeah hates grown-ups and of course they don't believe him so cut to the daughter the teenage daughter mm-hmm. in bed yeah um <laughs> yeah she's laying in bed and then you hear off camera just kind of some scuffly rustly noises and she starts yeah, talking so to like, the like, dog next dog, to her she, you know Buster, i understand yeah. i hate it here too yep. she has her hand like, off like, and then there's like gross looking sounds and she it's reacts like, a really like slobbery dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, buster god that's really yeah. gross yeah and then and looks then, up in time to see buster, buster. Coming <laughs> <into the room. laughs> like nosing his way into the room and you know is sees her closet door open and then close yeah she's like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit shit, shit, and then like turns and then all of a sudden the closet door like slams shut on its own scream (laughs) brilliant scream and i love the way they edited this it was like scream cut it off we don't need to hear how long she screamed (laughs) we just know there was probably a big one um and this is again in this next scene i fall in love with the daughter again because while she is completely freaking out about what's just happened her her synapses, her idea of what just happened is like cast for the pervy ghost just assaulted me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just molested by a ghost. Yeah. You know, she's she's more ooged out than spooked out by this by this happenstance. And I'm just like, yeah. God love her. You know, I totally yeah. thought she could have been the diva bitch teenager. No. And she wasn't. She was just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this is like, there is a ghost. There is in this a house. ghost in my room. Yep. Yep. And the son is like, no, it's the, it's the girl in the wall. No, but she was, ki- he was kind of like, see, I told you guys, there's somebody yeah. here. <laughs> so we're not doing these things. We're and then all of a sudden the boys crash into the house and they're like, what's happened? We heard a scream. We heard a scream. Which totally reminded me of their entrance in Metamorphosis when they thought they were saving the girl from the guy who was going to try to like eat her. And they're like, we're here to rescue you. No? Okay. Nope. <laughs> back up. Yeah. But yeah. that did not happen mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, so but there Sam is a Dean bit announced... of like the pe- the parents or the adults going like, you know, what are you guys doing here? You guys are blah, 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 blah. You're you touching know, my of... daughter? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What? No. <laughs> no, no. You have a ghost. Just going to put yeah. that out there. You guys have a ghost and we need we need you to go. Um, the adults are like no you guys are crazy and the kids are like thank you we do have a ghost (laughs) we do have a ghost yes and i I love that i think it was dean who says you're in danger you have to get out of this house and i immediately went to ghost the movie with Whoopi goldberg saying you know molly you're in danger girl (laughs) so i was like oh my god because sam and dean are are not full sam and dean in this you know they're not I mean, because if they really wanted to, they could have just shoved that family right out of the house. Right, right. You know? Right. So there's a little bit of comedy in this. And so that's why I went to the Molly, right. you're in danger girl. Right. So to quickly pass through this next scene for the sake of yeah. Valerie and other, you. you know, sympathetic people here, there's a series of events that happen and escalate. Buster leaves the house. The circuit the lights flicker flicker shuts out. down. Like the whole house, all of the lights go out. As the family is panicking, there are doggy whimpers and screams outside. 
everyone rushes outside and then there is a message on the side of the moving van in blood that says too late and uh, there are no more doggy sounds so nope nope just gonna say no tv shows and movies where the dog dies nope nope and by the way giant swath of blood leading up to the truck where yeah. it's yeah it's written pretty... in blood too late it was a lot of blood and anytime I hear a dog crying, like whimpering, it's like, no, it, no. Does Can that we make not? me heartless that I'm just like, eh. <laughs> because I know that it's fake? I, no, it doesn't. I just buy into, I, I just buy into it. I 100% buy into people's connections to their animals. Yeah. Yeah. And I, when, when it, when it's a, a movie like, um, Marley and me, it's different. You know, that I was like bawling like, almost the whole time. Because <laughs> it's the, the, you know, the story is the dog is central to the story. And this one right. is just like he's he comes not. and goes and he is a cute dog and I'm sure the family loves him. But I think it's just like I know that it's fake and this is just a it's just to tug at our emotions to show Yes, it's that an easy way to show evil. that evil is happening and Yes. You know, all the sounds off camera are that probably oh, a God. person going, Hello. <laughs> okay fine i still don't like it i don't Moving like on. it i don't like it when dogs are protecting their humans and then yeah. die for their efforts yeah yeah and this is the second so. time supernatural has done it because bobby's dog got um <gasps> oh, dis disappeared right. <laughs> disappeared by meg yeah man. Um, all right Moving on. Um, the boys are now like, okay, everybody, you gotta go. We will take care of it. We do this all the time. We are experts at ghost things. Yep. But no one can because all of the tires are slashed on all of the vehicles. They cannot yep. go anywhere. Not only that, but the Winchester's weapons trunk has been completely ransacked. Yep. They have nothing no there. defense. Except, yeah, except, <laughs> guess what? Flashlights. Yeah, the only thing that's left in the trunk are the trusty flashlights that Dean relied on for yellow fever. Yeah. Um, and I love Dean. He's like, what ghost messes with a man's wheels? <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> you can't see me, but I was mimicking I mean, Dean's very proud Dean. flashlight uh, moment from Oh, man, the flashlight. Fever. I yes. got it. What messes with a man's wheels, which made me think of astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then during all this, while they all figure out that all the cars have slash tires, the ghosty girl like boop pops mm -hmm. up in the cornfield, and the daughter of course sees it. She's the first one and only one who sees it because mm -hmm. when they all turn their flashlights to the cornfield, nothing. Ghosty girl is gone, and Sam and Dina like have their little aside to each other like, what ghost leaves the house that they're haunting? Yeah, you know they're like hmm. Let's get back inside. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. That was a good question. Let's get, get back inside. So once inside, once they convince the family to now go back inside, they're pouring a salt circle and, you know, giving the exposition of, you know, stay in the salt circle. And I love, again, the kids are like, so how do you know all this? And Sam and Dean are like, well, this is what we do. And they're like, oh, you hunt ghosts? Yeah. Like Scooby-Doo <laughs> plays right into Dean's psyche, you know? Yes. And he's like... 
better. You know, he almost like, you know, it was like, yeah, Scooby-Doo, but he's like, yeah, but better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the brother, who I've now nicknamed Dickhead Ted, um, <laughs> questions, you know, Sam and Dean, which mm-hmm. he has every right to do because so far they've kind of been fucking things up, right? Yeah. Yeah, they came in and they lied about, like, asbestos and gas leaks and tried to, like, force them away from their move-in day. Right, um, right. They burst and then in, said, you know, after Kate is, like, yelling about some ghost molesting her. Yes. Now we'll their dog you, is but... dead, the tires are yes. slashed, and, like, everything has gone wrong since these guys showed up. Yeah, so... they're like, well, you know, we need to go. Let's go outside. <laughs> It'll be safe. Let's go back inside. It'll be safe, you know? So I get it. You know, Ted's like, why should we trust you? But yeah. he's like, it's not a ghost. It's not that why should we trust you? He's like, this is not a ghost. This is yeah. some backwoods hillbilly bitch, and I'm not going to wait for her to go deliverance on my ass, which, <laughs> good call. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can't blame this, him on that. This is also the second deliverance reference that Supernatural has done. Yep. And again, a movie, if you haven't watched it, you need to go and watch it. And I really don't want to. I have no desire they... to go see Silverance. <laughs> you get it. That's the thing. You don't actually have to see the movie to get what the reference is. No, I've seen uh, like a couple of like clips of it. And I'm like, you know what? That's that's all right. I can go living without seeing this movie, I think. Yeah. It I is have... kind of funny. There's a, <laughs> There are a couple of things in here that, um, <laughs> oddly enough, uh, recall parks and recreation to me because uh, there's a character uh, leslie nope who's played by amy poehler mm-hmm. her mother it also works in government and she plays like a total hard ass and she's debriefing her boyfriend um who's about to go into like a government meeting with her it's like no this is how you have to act with her like she does not fuck a round and one of the, the blips about her personality is that Deliverance is her favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's anybody's favorite movie. That How can it be? Well, how that's, be? that's hysterical. It's supposed to be. It is hysterical. So that's, that. that's Parks and Rec reference number one, or like crossover number one. The second one is coming soon. Through Deliverance. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, so Dean as a side note, is determined to not let anybody die tonight. He's a little bit more gung-ho-y in the rescuing operation Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. this hunt as opposed to the killing and destroying of whatever this is. It's more about saving these people, which is uncharacteristic, I think, for for Dean. As I mean, as his main motivation. Sure. Not that the motivation isn't always there, but as his main motivation. I agree. Um, So much so that he's like threatening Uncle Ted with a gun which that he, he doesn't, doesn't have. have. Yeah. And Sam's a little worried. You know, he picks up on that. He's like, you doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, you know, just doing the check-in. And Dean's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. So yeah. Sam goes off to the attic to check things out because mm-hmm. the attic is where the daughter hanged herself. So maybe they'll find some sort of information or ghostly remains. Yes, because there. this is where the pictures come into play because they show the kids the photos. and like, which one of these people, if any of them, were the girl that you saw both danny and kate say oh it was the daughter she was a lot dirtier and like you know stringier yeah Yeah, but 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 this was definitely her yeah okay so it's the daughter who hung herself maybe she wasn't cremated or maybe she's attached herself to something else in the house right so that's why sam goes upstairs to the attic to go search for a thing that she may have attached herself to right because it was the housekeeper who said Oh, by the way, both the mother and the daughter were cremated. Yes. Yeah. 
So Dickhead Ted has a Fonzie crack, which I don't understand. You know, he's like, and he, you know, he busts Dean's balls. I guess because he was like thinking that Dean thought that he was so cool, you know, and just like, hey. I, I guess. I'm like, he's not even wearing his leather coat in this. Yeah. So it's like, uh, that's what Fonzie's known for is like the black yeah. leather coat and the eight. But yeah. All right. So so uh, Ted busts Dean's balls about kosher salt or not kosher salt. <laughs> Who cares? But while this is going on, the house is starting to like creak a little bit. Like you hear mm -hmm. like the floorboards creaking. You hear rustling creaking. and creaks. Yeah. Yep. And a door, once again, slowly opens, and in comes the girl. Mm -hmm. you know? And much to Dean's surprise, as she walks across the room towards the salt circle, steps over the salt circle, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and directly at them, and then and is pulling out a knife at the same time. And, then, yeah. and he's like, oh, not a ghost. <laughs> Whoops. Not a ghost. You know, and Ted's like, well, why don't you shoot her with the gun that you have? You know, yeah. and he's like, okay. Whoops. Not the gun. <laughs> don't have any gun. And so basically it's like, whoops, run. You know, yeah. not a ghost. She's a girl. Run. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, And it's funny how, how confident he was up until that point. He's just like, don't worry. Yeah. It's no, fine. We're inside the salt circle. She can't cross it. <laughs> yeah. He even has like a fire poker, you know, an iron fire mm -hmm. poker. And he's yeah. like, no worries. You know, I got this. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Because <laughs> this girl goes like full banshee on him and is like, oh, that's a great description. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like slashing at Dean. Meanwhile, everybody else has scattered and run, and Dean's left to wrestle with this girl. Yeah. With this girl, not a ghost. Um, and just before, like, you know, Dean gets overpowered by her, Sam comes back and is like, hey, distracts her. And like shines a flashlight in her eyes, which she then does the whole both hands up, you know, ah, yeah, like a type Dracula, of reaction. Kind of like... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and runs off. She like runs into a closet and disappears. So, but when we see her face, though, and right before she holds up her hands, her eyes are like this milky white. Yeah, you know, not demonized, not kind of yeah, like gooey white. Yeah. Um. So. Off she runs and disappears, yes. and they're like, Oop. literally disappears into a wall. Like she goes into the yep. closet, shuts the door. Sam rushes after her and opens the closet door. Nothing. Like, nope. No hole has... in the wall. No. Nope. Nope. She's she's gone. Yeah. And um, he has to. Dean has to explain to Sam that she's not a ghost, just a girl. Yeah. And uh, you know, <laughs> Psycho Nell is what I think Dean described her as, which yes. Nell was a Jodie Foster movie. Go ahead. Here's the second Parks and Recreation <laughs> comeback, which I did. This was absolutely not on purpose. Um, oh my gosh. There are two characters who are going on speed dating. One uh, who is played by, uh, oh God, what's her name? Rashida Jones uh, is really terrible at it and very, very awkward. The other character who's played by Retta is just like, what the hell is wrong with you? That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Are you Nell from the movie <laughs> Nell? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, okay. Um, so anyone who doesn't know what Nell is, it's a Jodie Foster movie about this girl who was raised in isolation, like in the backwoods. And it's just her, like, you know, being introduced into modern society i guess society yeah, essentially better. yeah another movie i've not seen but the only but the only way i know this is because of parks and rec <laughs> <laughs> you mean stargate uh, so, oh wait no, sorry right. that's me All that's right. you um so anyway so it can't be if it is human 
then it can't be the daughter because she would have had to have been 50 years old by now. By now. You know, yeah, if she did exactly. survive the actual, like, if she didn't actually kill herself. Sam also didn't really find anything except a diary up there. Dean says, like, mm -hmm. man, I wish you would have found a howitzer up there. And I had to look up <laughs> what that was. And oh. I saw a picture of it. And I was like, Jesus, that is some really heavy artillery. It's a big ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. big ass gun. <laughs> That's what my brother used to fire in, a, really? in, a, in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. He used wow. to train other soldiers to use <laughs> the howitzer. howitzer. Jesus. Yep. Like, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Really? You need a howitzer against this like, human <laughs> to take girl? take care of this that's, girl? This <laughs> no. If he could have said, you know, bazooka, which would have been a little bit more... Right. I mean, a little less destructive, but still also awesome and destructive. But yeah, all right. <laughs> so everyone comes out of hiding at this point, um, except for Danny. Yeah. Everyone's coming out from wherever they ran to. No Danny. The family starts and... panicking. Yeah, of course. And so Dean's idea is we can't go back in the house. You guys should hide in this shed that they thus, you know, off the house. So they know that there's no like tunnels that it's just the wall. The windows are boarded up. There's one door. That's your best mm -hmm. chance of, of staying safe. Yeah. You know, no trap doors, no trick entrances. You guys should yeah. go hide in there. Um, so <laughs> still more family, ar family arguments. Yeah. Uh, the mom and the daughter end up going into the into the shed mm -hmm, uh, with mm -hmm. Sam. Sam goes with them, right? Yes. Yeah, Sam. Uh, mm, Sam and the dad. Yeah, Sam and the dad. Because I know that so, Sam is just like, I'll take uh, the dad's Brian. Um, I'll take Brian and we'll go outside. Dean, you yeah. go with Ted inside. And so maybe Sam and Brian kind of searched around a little bit and then went back into the shed because the next time we do see them, everybody is in the shed much to kate's <laughs> reluctance of like yeah i'm not going in there right. right which this totally reminded me of that commercial i forget which one it is but it's like it's a, a mock it's a, a mockery of like the um scary movies and there's a whole bunch of teenagers yes, that are yes. running away from a serial killer and they're like yep. let's go hide behind the chainsaws and they're like yeah. okay <laughs> that's Why what this scene reminded me of car? are you crazy yes exactly you should run into the woods you know? yes. let's go hide no. behind the woods. Yes, yeah. i also love that commercial <laughs> right. and it's like the serial killer is like oh what <laughs> he's just like oh god you guys oh, are making this right. too easy <laughs> That's what that scene reminded me yeah. of. Yeah. So Dean and dickhead brother Ted um, go back into the house uh, and they go to the closet where the girl disappeared and they're checking mm -hmm. it out. And uh, very smartly, Ted grabs a kitchen knife out of one of the uh, packing boxes. So yay, Ted, for that. Yeah. Um, Dean peels back um, some of the boards and is like, you know, aha, mm -hmm. this is how she comes and goes. Um, and I love Ted's like, do you smell that? <laughs> he's like, every day, every day, every day, death. We should, we should maybe stop calling him Dickhead Ted at this moment because he is actually like working alongside Dean, helping, you yes. know? Yeah. Yes. He got the, I Uncle told Ted. you so out and he's like, out. see, all right, let's go yes. fix this. <laughs> all right. So uncle Ted and Dean are now in the crawl space. Uh, they went through the, the closet wall, the closet walls, and they're now in this crawl space. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was very re reminiscent of No Exit, where it was yes. Dean and Joe in the wall. Yeah. So cramped quarters, spider webs, 
you know, and they're just inching yeah. their way in between these walls. Um, yeah, there was for... a lo- there was a lot of this episode that was reminiscent of No Exit of, to me. Yes, I don't know if yes. it was maybe just the darkness and kind of the quietness and the I don't know. There's something about it. Yeah, as they're like shimmying their way through these narrow passageways, Dean finds a hole in the floor and is like, "Oh God." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm going to go down and, and Ted's like, are you sure? And Dean's like, you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dean is like, he decide he has to go down. So as he's like trying to wedge his body down into this hole, he's like, his mantra is, please, nobody grab my legs. Please, nobody grab my yeah, legs. I love that. Which yeah. is what I say, like every time I go down into a basement, <laughs> I'm like, please don't grab my feet. Please don't grab my feet. Please don't grab my feet. Yeah. Um, so and... in this little like hole, this tunnel, he finds like a graveyard of scavenged carcasses, Rats. including little Buster. Um, dog, it's what's for dinner. Dog is what's little... for dinner. There's also oh. rats. There's other indistinguishable animals. It's fur and blood and flies and stink. Um, he keeps searching around. He finds like a like a cave drawing almost but against like yeah, the, the basement it's like wall finger painting in, yeah in blood, in blood of, of stick figures of a boy and a girl holding hands Just keep that in your brain um and as he's um, searching ted is hearing noises where he is yeah you know it's like it goes off to the scratching. Yes. yes he hears the creaking and does the whole like Hello. <laughs> he doesn't really go ex- off to explore. No, he doesn't go off oh, to explore. I feel like he turned around and started like, is it is there no, somebody I think he's down? Like maybe just taking a few steps either few way. Steps? Okay. Because when he does too late turn. find out who it is, turns around, sees the girl, the girl who in no time like screams and then jabs a knife through his neck. Out the back of his head. Yeah. Not an easy thrust, by the way. <laughs> you know? And then poor Dean arrives on the scene too late, and then a dead Ted head kind of like falls, falls through, through the, the opening. Not decapitated, just... but he just like falls down and just perfectly his head kind of yeah, fell through. Falls the into hole, the hole that Dean into the had hole. just yeah come through. Yeah. There are um, a lot of great jump moments just in that like two minute <laughs> scene. Yes. Yes. Very good. Amazing. I love the cinematography in this because it's yes. like you were kind of like creeping around with them. You yeah. know, you're like, don't turn around, don't turn around, don't yeah. turn around, you yeah. know. But Dean is a little taken aback by Ted's death. Um, yeah. he doesn't just like Dean handle it like, okay, you know, he's dead. He's he's actually a little turbed. I would just saw. Um, yeah, he's. I think he's pretty upset because earlier when he's threatening Ted with the gun that he doesn't have, and like Sam is like, "Hey, you know what's going on?" Dean does specifically say, "I'm not going to let him or or this bastard or, or anybody yeah. else die tonight." Die tonight. Yep. He's on a mission. He's yeah. on an absolute mission. So back in the shed, Dean comes back with no Ted. Yeah. And no Danny either. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So um, mom's like, no Danny? No. But, uh, you know, I, I think he's still out there. Don't worry. I think he's still alive. Where's Ted? Ted's outside. Why is Ted outside? Because I had to carry him, you know, outside from the house. Yeah. And what does that mean? You know, I'm sorry. Dean apologizes. Uh, many times. You know? Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. 
he he's dead i shouldn't have left him alone it's my yeah he doesn't say it's my fault but he says i shouldn't have left him alone yeah you know um, mom's having a hard time accepting this news and it's funny you said earlier something about denial because here i wrote <laughs> denial is a very powerful thing yeah no you know, yeah she like, doesn't no. accept it no he's yeah. not dead no what do you mean he's not dead you don't mean, actually mean that poor dean you know having to deliver this terrible news of not only did he not find <laughs> their son danny but yeah but he but lost your their dead. brother yeah yeah so outside dean and dad have a little chat and there's a little bit of a backstory. We learn more more about the the family tragedy, what brought them to living out here in the country. Yeah, and that's that they had an older son. Was his name Andy? Um, yeah, because like who a brief scene before that, Susie's kind of breaking down, you know, doing a little uh, bit of a rocking motion. It was just like, oh no, everything. Why does everything happen to us? And he says us. something about Andy. Yep. Yeah, and then outside, you know, Brian Dad. says Andy was our oldest son. Who? Yeah. He doesn't say died in a car accident. He's like, got himself killed in a car accident, which makes me think that he was the driver and crashed the car. Mm. And I'm like that. I just hated the way he said that. I mean, nothing against him. You know, tragedy is tragedy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a parent who blames the child for their death, it is is hard. Um, And I mean, the answer is they just wanted a fresh start, which is what brought them there. You know, the the death of the, the, the oldest son you know, almost caused the, the death of their family, you know, and their marriage. And it may still, you know, there's no, right. he still doesn't know if, you know, they're going to be able to recover from, from that or this, you know, this current yeah, tragedy. Yeah. Right. So Dean is now determined to get Danny back. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam comes up by and he's like, we need to talk. <laughs> they need yeah. an aside. Found some so, answers. Yeah. He's yeah. got some answers through Rebecca's diary. Uh, he learns that the girl is possibly Rebecca's daughter that uh was fathered by her father mr bill gibson Mm -hmm. and made her ashamed of it you know all she would write about is like being shamed of being pregnant and um and then he himself hid the kid away from the world Mm -hmm. which explains why her eyes were the way they were because if all she's ever known is like darkness inside of this house yeah yeah then they've like become accustomed to that um and was basically caged up like an animal her whole life. I love that Dean's discovery of this, like as Sam is trying to explain what the family dynamic is here, Dean doesn't get it right away. Yeah. You know, he kind of has a Joey moment. He's like, what? She was pregnant. She was, you know, teen pregnancy, you know, rent Juno, get over it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And then Sam literally leans in is like, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he finally is like, there it Think is. About it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> he was the daddy and the baby daddy. Um, was the baby and daddy like, and the baby granddaddy. And all three. Yeah. All well, three. What do you mean all three? Well, because well, not the granddaddy. Wait. It was the baby. No, he was yeah. the baby. daddy. Baddy daddy. And the baby granddaddy. Baby's granddaddy. It's the baby. Yeah. His daughter's daddy and baby daddy and the baby. Let's just stop saying daddy. It's like really disturbing. <laughs> and of course, you know, Dean is like harkens back to that Austrian uh, story. Of- yes. Yeah, so I want to get into this, if you don't mind, because okay. I oh, um, you said this episode felt very X-Files to you. But Sarah Gamble said this episode was inspired by this story. Austrian story. 
Yep. Which yes. could have been so, also what inspired the X-Files story. Mm, no, because this didn't emerge until 2008. After. Okay. So this was only like a year before this episode happened. Um, <sighs> so I was kind of, I had no idea about the Sex Files episode, but I was like, this is like Supernatural meets, uh, SPN meets SVU was <laughs> Fred I wrote, which meets <laughs> X-Files. It's kind of like a triage of sorts yes. going on because I do think that SVU did a riff from the headline story like this. Oh, oh about the I Austrian had, dad? I yeah. have no idea about this real life instance. Oh. But I do remember seeing an SVU episode that was oh, very. Okay. Yeah. I remember reading it. about this in real time. I remember I reading about it, and it's so horrifying. When Dean says "story ripped from Austrian headlines," he is referencing this guy named Josef Fritzl. One of his kids, Elizabeth, he started sexually abusing at 11 years old. And then at 18, he lured her into, like, captivity in his basement. He had secretly started building this basement chamber uh, and then lured her into it. He kept her in there for 24 years. And during those 24 years, he was assaulting her. And she ended up getting pregnant, or she ended up having seven children. She gave by him seven times. Yep. three of them she kept with her so they were also raised in captivity so they never knew daylight their whole life or up until she did escape mm -hmm. three of them he took in with him faked a like oh they just showed up on my doorstep so let me legally adopt them finally when one of her children needed to be hospitalized Somehow she convinced her father to let them all go to the hospital. And then that is how she escaped. Like escaped. someone in the hospital, like tipped them off. He's like, there's something not right about this. Yeah. And was finally able to, you know, get escape. the police and, yeah. and tell her story. And tell yeah. the police. He was arrested. Finally. He's arrested. Um, he's um, life imprisoned in a mental facility. And uh, his wife had no idea. I don't get that. I don't, I mean, I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying, I don't get that. How I don't either, have... but I went to like a rabbit hole with this. Also, because I've been super into, are you familiar with the Sarah Lawrence um, creepy guy? Well, anyway, there's a documentary on Hulu called Stolen Youth. Um, that's very, very interesting. But I read an article about this guy in like 2019 or 2020 and he was kind of not ever really looked into by the police until this article came out and then when he mm. was finally investigated then people were like oh this is like really fucked up and then they finally got arrested finally got convicted but before everyone was just like i don't know what we can do and apparently the mother did file a missing persons report the father forced Elizabeth to like write letters saying like, oh, I ran away to join a I'm cult. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. And also when one of the kids like showed up on their doorstep, he faked a phone call from Elizabeth saying like, please take care of this child. And then the wife, yeah, Rosemarie was like, how does she know our new phone number? We know she hasn't spoken to us in years and went to the police then. And they were just like, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. <sighs> uh. But it's so Men. <laughs> fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> Apparently, fucked up. Well, he had his mother in captivity too. He kept his the mother Austrian in the attic. Guy? Yeah, he put his mother in the attic for like twenty years or something until she died. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember reading that. Oh my god! And again, the wife didn't know. 
I don't know about that. He mu she must not have. Or maybe she was just, like, so, I don't know, in denial. Under his spell. Denial yeah. is a powerful thing. Yeah. Or under his yeah. spell. Well, Sociopaths it, can really be... Can as be... Dean says for the second time in this episode, humans, man. Yeah. Um, and also, it's funny that I, I said before that deliver this is the second time Deliverance has been referenced in the series. Yeah. The other episode was the one about humans. Was oh, the Benders. Benders. The season one... Benders. The Benders, yep. which was a similar, you know, it's not ghosts, yeah. it's humans, and they're also kind of like hillbilly esque kind of. Yes. <laughs> yep. Indeed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sam, of course, you know, is actually being the logical one here in, in all of this and says, you know, just because, you know, her life was hell, you know, meaning the daughter, just because she suffered through all of this doesn't give her the right to murder. And, uh, and Dean kind of calls him out. He's like, you don't know what hell is. I'm like that's unfair. It's unfair because <laughs> no. And Sam wasn't speaking in the sense of true hell, literal hell. He was lit. Yeah, he was speaking metaphorically the way humans in everyday life talk about hell. Hell being yeah. the unspeakable. Yeah. I don't know. I felt this was a touch out of character for Sam, to be honest, because he was a little bit black and white with it. You know, he mm. was like, oh, even though, you know, she was kept in captivity for freaking 20 years. And right, and raped by her father. Yeah. Right. You know, well, um, maybe. Um, assumedly, you know, if, if he raped his own daughter, he probably, you know, right. did things to her too. And he was just like, that doesn't mean that she gets the license to kill. It's like, well, she literally doesn't know any better. Right, like if she has this... zero moral compass, you know, she doesn't oh, right. know any kind exactly. of the rules of society. If, if she's an animal defending her territory, you know, yeah, exactly. So you're right. I mean, it was uncharacteristically it black was and white logical, of Sam. You're right, and Sam is... is usually kind of logical in that way, but I think it yeah, was logical not... in the wrong direction of what he would usually. He's usually yeah. more sympathetic to sympathetic. this kind of thing. Yes, but maybe it's because they were all like, it's a ghost, it's a ghost, it's a ghost, it's a ghost, you know, whoop, you know, table or rug pulled out from the, under the that sheet, theory, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, well, they're human, therefore, this is wrong. I guess, um, I don't know. I don't know. But they, the question is, how do we find her? Yeah. You know, how do we, this is the, this is the problem. How do we, what's the solution? They're like, well, if the dad uh, kept her in the house, she, she had to be fed. Yeah. Right. So how did he feed her? Oh, probably through the dumbwaiter. That's been whatever, spackled over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they bust through the uh the dumbwaiter and lo and behold, you know, straight down into the basement is, you know, it's a it's a straight it's shot. A, it's so it's a tunnel, yeah. It's a tunnel. So down down Dean goes. <laughs> Again. Yes. De yes. <laughs> Dean is the one that goes despite the dad's, you know, like, no, I should go, he's my son. Dean is like, no, I must do it. it yes, must I said I would save Danny. I'm going to save Danny. Yes. Um, and so in the meantime, you, oh. But did you notice that, like, when they're peering down into, like, down into the basement from the dumbwaiter, when the camera is pointing up, did you see, like, the fingernail scratches on the inside yeah, of the rim of I the did. dumbwaiter? Yeah. Oh. And it's like, she must have been trying for, for years. Yeah. Right. It's like, my question is, at what point did he wall up the dumbwaiter? Did he decide to stop I think that was the her? realtor. No, I I thought that was probably the realtor uh, being like, mm, it smells, probably... let's proster this up. 
Oh, and she was like, how, how, you know, that was her. Well, again, well, I mean, she had other ways of like going in and out of the house, but in the meantime, yeah, we, uh, the camera finds Danny. I'm assuming he's in the basement because he's on dirt. He's on a dirted, you know, yeah. dirt floor. Um, and what we see, we see him through, it looked like night vision goggles almost, yeah. except without the like goggle lenses. It was just kind of green, gray, grainy, you know, mm-hmm. and we see him, he is, he's gagged, he's bound. Um, he doesn't seem to be hurt, um, but he's, you know, clearly being held against his will. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the girl comes crawling out of a hole towards him and is all kind of smiles for him. And uh, and is and as she crawls closer to him, is like, ta-da, and holds up a rat. Yeah. And she's very proud of this rat. Yes. She's like, it's very cat-like, this. <laughs> yes, I exactly. I a gift for you. <laughs> and here's your gift. You know, and Danny's like, mm, don't want a rat. Don't know yep. what you're showing me. And so she shows him. She's like, oh, well, this is what you do with a rat. <laughs> like, like tears the rat in half almost, it seems. Yeah. And then takes a giant bite. It's like, this is what we do. You know, yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, meal yeah. time. Danny, Danny does not appreciate this <laughs> gift. Not, not so much. Not so much. Screaming behind the gag. Yep. Um, poor Danny. <laughs> Back in the shack. <laughs> the uh, the it's now the mom and daughter who are alone in the shack. Right? There's nobody else because the dad is with. Yes. It's, with... Yeah. It's it. Yeah. The the dad is with the boys. Um, Sam has had him go fetch something to make rope out of like curtains, oh, et cetera. Right, curtains to lower down. Mm-hmm. Um, so mom and daughter are alone and suddenly one of the boarded up windows like smashes in mm-hmm. and, you know, much screaming and, you know, chaos ensues, but we don't see what happens because we cut back to the basement. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> back to the basement. There. Um, he's finding, you know, piece by piece, all of their weapons the, <laughs> kind of yeah, scattered like, around. <laughs> the rosary beads across at first, because the first thing we see is like a cross and rosary beads. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and then it's like, we see the, you know, the sawed off shotgun. I was like, oh, it's all their hunter stuff. And then not only do we see the sawed off, then we see like Dean's favorite, like pearl handle. That like nice pistol. pretty, the pretty guns. Yes. Yeah. So we see that and it's like, ha ha. You know, Dean's like, ah, oh, she's a kleptomaniac. Yes. This girl. But luckily, everything is loaded. <laughs> so <laughs> as he's, like, crawling along, he's, like, collecting all his mm-hmm. his items back. He hears Danny, like, screaming, muffled screaming, you know, not off in the distance, but, you know, a ways away. Yeah. Um, And heads off towards Danny screaming, finds Danny, cuts his, you know, his bindings loose. And it's like, come on, let's go. And Danny's like, yeah, we need to go or before he gets back. Uh-huh. And Dean's like, wait, what? He? Her brother. Yeah. So. <laughs> Q, <laughs> brother. <laughs> Q, the brother. I literally wrote, rar. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, this, like, body launches yeah. at Dean. And now it's, like, the daughter, you know, the girl, but a boy. Yeah. You know, some yeah. feral boy child. Yes. Uh, launches yeah. at Dean. Yeah. So back at the shack. Yeah, back at the shack, the the back girls the shack. are getting attacked by the girl outside. Now she's like knifing through the walls of the shed. You know, they like yeah. are leaning against the shed. It's kind of that classic like shot of like you lean it's there like, and then the knife comes like right by the side of between. your face. Yes, exactly. And it's like um, quiet because and then yeah, 
slam. Yeah. That's and then naughty. now they're like standing in the middle, like, okay, we're not going to be near any doors or windows or walls. Um, right. But then there's like kind of a corner at the bottom that keeps getting like jiggled. So there is uh, like yeah, a like... trap door type of thing at the bottom of the shed that she yeah. is trying to get through. She's going to And the mom like, good like comes to the rescue and as i don't she has like a rake or a hoe or something that she's like slamming up against the the bottom of the opening to try to prevent this girl from breaking into the shed in the meantime at the house dean is now uh, sam's able to lift danny to safety because he dropped curtains down the uh, dumbwaiter Mm -hmm. as a as a rope and is able to like pull danny to safety while dean is left to battle yet another you know (laughs) feral child right right but i don't think sam knows that at the time like i think he's just kind of maybe hearing things down there but yeah i mean more he's just like pulling up this you know pre-teenage kid kid. he's like oh you know come on danny but the uh dean dean in his struggles one of the things he does is he grabs his flashlight and like shines it in the boy's eyes and blinds him you know momentarily just like Mm -hmm. the sister was blinded and then the kid kind of snaps back and like goes to like leap on dean and dean is able to reach and pull his beautiful pearl held pearl handed handled pistol and shoot the the boy like three times point blank yeah as he's falling on him basically as he's like chest first bang 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 shoots the kid and doesn't seem He's not his usual Dean bravado self. Right, like, yeah, yeah, I did it, you know. Yeah, it's uh, like, no, I I killed a kid. He's upset that he had to resort to to shooting him. Yeah. So back at the shack, (laughs) the sister bursts in. She's able to overpower the mom's rake, bursts in through this, like, flip, flip door at the bottom of the wall, and is attacking the mom and the daughter until somebody grabs her feet and just, like... Mm -hmm snakes her out through the same hole she just crawled in doesn't pull her out like flips her out of the shack yeah yeah. we are inside of the shed with the mom and the daughter and all you hear outside are her banshee screams um scuffling and then you hear knife stabbies and like her screaming and then silence silence and in walks dad but he is covered in blood holding a knife that is bloody and mom like doesn't embrace him she kind of steps back from him and looks at him like the boys come out from from the house uh, the, the kids are, like, <laughs> yeah on the yeah. stairs with the mom completely traumatized like crying yeah. um dead girl outside, in the bushes they see the dead girl in the bushes and then it's like all right well all right so that happened so in the daylight hours we see dean fixing or finishing fixing the tires on the impala my question is did he have more than one spare tire <laughs> yes that was kind of my thing it's like how I was like how did he fix all four of them all the tires <laughs> unless yeah. he had like i didn't even know if this exists like a tire patch kit not for unless yeah, he carries no. them being a like a the son of a mechanic maybe he has special thing we're whatever tv magic he's fixed all the tires they're ready he's to go fixed all the tires everyone's yep. the truck fine. is ready to go <laughs> everyone's fine thanks for the head start you know over the police so let us leave mm-hmm. before you call the police about the dead bodies scattered around your, your <laughs> yeah. property and you know i think we'll you know we'll be okay if not you know we'll just keep keep trying so yeah so off sam and dean go 
So later on, their Sam and Dean are stopped, like a little pit stop. They're stopped under a bridge of, under an overpass. Sam uh, has a burger for Dean, and Dean looks at it but doesn't eat it, which means clearly there is something wrong. Yes. If Dean does not eat a burger. Yes. There's then, even like the look of wrong. Sam being like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to talk? What is wrong? Yeah. Um, yeah. And here's part two of Dean's reveal about yeah. how you know he starts off by like i really felt for those kids you know they didn't know any better they were literally just you said it earlier animals defending their ter territory sam kind of tries to like yeah i can see how you would feel for them you know like you were kind of in a similar situation yeah he's like Forced. no yeah. we are not the same because i enjoyed I'm, what i did I, i'm worse i'm yeah. past the animal stage of yeah. instinct yeah I enjoyed torturing those souls after being on the rack for so long, giving it back to somebody else felt really good. And it actually made my pain stop. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't care who it was or what they had done. I was still going to torture them. Yep. And Which is news to us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? oh, yep. And, and news to news to Sam. And here's where he says like, and all these people that I've been trying to save for like the past month or so it's just it's not ever going to fill that void it's that not ever way. going to no. fix the way that i felt down there yeah knowing that i enjoyed it the guilt yeah. associated with knowing that i enjoyed hurting and torturing souls there's no fix for that it doesn't yeah. matter how many people i help now the mm -hmm. knowledge the knowledge that i enjoyed it the memory of me enjoying it uh, well, will always be a pit for me, which makes me go all the way back to Lilith saying, don't you remember how much fun we had? Yeah. You know, and Alistair, don't you remember how much fun we had? Yeah. I thought they were just being ironic, which is like when someone's being tortured, you're like, don't you remember how fun that was? It's yeah, like, no, yeah, I was yeah. being tortured. No, they yeah. were actually saying you enjoyed this. Yeah. So we had I a thought good they time. were being ironic. Yeah, in all those episodes, every single time we hear them repeat Lilith and Alistair saying those things, where I just brushed it off as them being assholes and you yeah. know torturing a guy who's been tortured. Mm -hmm. But no, they were actually saying, "Ding, ding, ding, ding," you liked it. Yeah. So now Dean's being tortured on Earth. He was yeah. tortured in hell physically, and now he's being tortured on Earth with the guilt and the feelings of having been the torturer in hell. Mm -hmm. my question because that's how the that's how the episode <laughs> ends sorry yeah. that's blackout there's no drive away there's no whatever that's how the episode yes. ends yes my question about this entire episode is what started it why did in this day why did that day did the daughter come out and kill the dad um yeah that because and he, why did he act so surprised that she was there yeah that's for me those are hanging questions that we'll never know we'll never get the answer to but that was one of those what started it you know there are real life stories of people in captivity that just one day they find a way to escape right you know there's maybe they have like an extra burst of of courage or they find like that little tiny loophole of, or, you know it's like oh here's a window in which i can go and break forth mm -hmm. not just right. this austrian story but like other stories of 
of oh, sure. people that have oh, been sure. held against their Elizabeth will. Smart. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. it's right. So that girl, I think his surprise of being like you was just like, how dare you leave your cage? Yeah. You have crossed the line between your place and my place. Oh, yeah. So that's probably what that was. But he just seems so afraid, I guess. He did seem his, so afraid. His, his reaction from the second he saw her was, get away, get away, get away. Right. Which could have been just like he was not expecting her to ever show her face or come near him. Why she decided that day, that time to do it, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was just a, an animal thing. It was just like, a, you know what? It is, it I'm is. The, I'm the alpha now. I'm going to so. bite your face today. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Why, it's the same thing, like, why do dogs turn on their owners suddenly? Yeah. You know, we only hear about the attack. We don't know what led up to it. Right, exactly. So, oh. It... A great episode. I mean, all around. Not only did really it, like, episode. a bomb at the end, you know, something about, you know, Dean... And I'm not giving Sam enough credit because I went back and I watched a little bit of the uh, the end of the previous episode mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With, with Dean's uh, re reveal. Yeah. And Jared Padalecki listening to, to Jensen retell this story of the horrible, awful things that he did. That's got to be so difficult to not upstage somebody with your own emotions while they are getting, while your, your colleague is getting their emotions out and getting their yeah. story out. Um, having, having been a person who's had to sit and listen to either friends or family extol the, the, the literal tortures that they've been through or have mm -hmm. done. Yeah. It's, they both did such a good job. Yeah. And I mean, Jared as an actor, but Sam as a brother by letting Dean say the things he needs to say. And then in this next episode, when he has to listen to yet another horror coming yeah. from his brother uh listens and takes it in and doesn't doesn't step in to you know make him feel better right away you know i mean he does try to say listen you know they were animals but that's it that's where he yeah. stops he he lets dean keep going and is mm -hmm. internally horrified by what he's hearing and is struggling with this is my brother yeah you know so listening to a loved one loved one describe torture that they went through and then what they did i i mean anybody and how who they has felt and how they yes. felt about it which is not what you would expect them yep. to feel you know it's like exactly. i did a bad thing and i really liked it yeah Ooh, you know yeah <laughs> so i mean bravo to to both of them and like i said yeah. i ne i did not give jared pedalecki props when i should have and, and it's only because i went back and i was like wow yeah. Wow, he's always blurry in the background of these shots. Mm -hmm. That helps you know? too. It's like when, the, when they're like blurring the yes, the, yeah, this the foreground, background, secondary character. Um, but but even when he was like, they do a cut to him. It was never overpowering Dean's trauma. Yeah, and uh, and I just that's got to be hard. That's got to be so hard as as a performer. And especially, maybe I feel you know what I feel like at this point. You know, they've been in this show four seasons now. Mm. Um, they know I what the other person is capable I of. I mm. think they know what the other person is capable of, and I think that 
they both were able to react how they really would to a good friend um admitting something yeah. terrible yeah you know? oh no i i don't mean difficult as in boy i had to muscle through that but i mean difficult to to know that the other person is actually experiencing yeah you yeah, know yeah. the feelings and the emotions yeah. going on with it not yeah. not that was a difficult task i'm i'm sorry I, I didn't i didn't say it right um but i but, feel like they were both very natural in the way that you know yes. it's like this is how this is how jensen would you know confess something really terrible to his best friend and this is how jared would react to yeah. that terrible confession from his yeah. best friend exactly um, I, maybe it, if, they, I mean, if this was the first episode they ever met with each other you know, probably right. yes would have no. been like what do i do <laughs> yeah no i guess i just meant it's it's hard it, it would have been hard to know that your partner had to you know your colleague had to keep yeah. going through this scene after scene after scene right. or take after take after take yeah and and live those moments that's that's what i meant by hard hard emotionally mm -hmm. not hard actor wise yes yes um, but yeah i love this episode too it was just a nice it felt different than the other yeah. episodes. It felt kind of old school supernatural in a little bit of a way. Yeah. I liked the twist that the monster was human. Um, yes. And they only did that yes, in the Benders. They, yeah. Yes, they've only done that once before, but it is nice to visit again because humans can be monsters. As, yeah. He as said it twice. By the actual real story right. that this was inspired by. <laughs> right. This actually happened. The real story is. 25 times worse than than this and year what, that yes. they showed yeah so that was family remains we will see you next week for chris angel is a douchebag <laughs> yay finally <laughs> like, <laughs> let me get there i hope I it's that. laughter um <laughs> thank you so much for listening to us you can find us anywhere you can find podcasts. So please subscribe or follow or whatever that particular platform may offer you can also review and rate us if that particular platform offers those options, it would be a Please. huge help. Please. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This everywhere, even YouTube, which you can also listen to us on uh, if that is your preferred way to listen to podcasts. It's pretty cool. It is kind of cool. We have a little sound wave thing. We don't have our faces yet. Sorry. Not yet. We're no. not camera ready most of the time when <laughs> <laughs> we do this. I think be appreciative that we have sound waves and not. Yeah. <laughs> we have very long days yeah. and very early mornings. Okay. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.